Check one, two, two. I just like saying the word chew. Check one, two. Welcome to Studio. Where are we? Revolution Radio Studio A. This is Planet Collingwood. My name is Monty Dean. Hello, everyone. Another week has gone past and uh, not much has happened. I think not. Uh, we're going to have a chat for the next two hours and see what we can come up with. Big thank you to uh, Why Not and the Y-Files and all the gentlemen that are on there. Lovely discussion. If you enjoyed the last two hours, please go to freedomslips.com and or revolution.radio and donate what you can. Say, you know, um, $10 US and you could say that's your yearly subscription. It's a dollar a month and you get two months for free. I mean, score because we're 100% listener supported. So all your uh, money does help us stay on the air. And with this year alone, it's proven that at least we're here to share information. And this little show is going to be a distraction from that by trying to make you laugh. Be, you'll be laughing uh, if the jokes are good or the jokes are bad. That's that's my philosophy for Planet Collingwood. Uh, your jokes are terrible, yes, but you should laugh at that. <laughs> and, of course, we try and slip in some information here and there. While you're at freedomslips.com, uh, click on to the merchandise. What? Actually, I'm just going to look at the website right now. Uh, store. We have a store, ladies and gentlemen. Click on the store and, oh, oh it's freaked out. Oh, okay. You strange little thing. Oh, there's a hoodie. There you go. There's a Rev Radio hoodie. Awesome. And it's T-shirts and mugs and uh, personalised photo. Oh, oh, no, that's sponsored. Oh, anyway. Uh, so there's many, many, many things. Uh, well, what, there's only a hoodie? Okay. Uh, well, there you go. That's wrong that. <laughs> and usually there's other stuff as well. So I'll just go back into the chat room and we're, and we're working. There we go. Hello, May Street 139. I don't think that is actually their address. One does hope not because, I mean, all our data is collected, but you don't have to put it out. Don't dox yourself in, 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 your, um, in your own uh, non-diplume. I have been joined by Bruce, Raz, and Cortec. And... <laughs> Cortec yes. has a new microphone, so let's see. Hello to you too. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. So let's just uh, get the Cortec out of the way. Uh, Cortec, are you there? Over. Testing one, two, two. Chew. Like that, saying the word chew because I. Down, across. Yeah. Tell me, yeah. tell me if it's uh, not good. Sounds all right. There's a bit of room, bit of a uh, bit of sound bouncing off the walls there, and a uh, bit of uh, room noise. But apart from that, you still get, need to get some. You got to get, right, you gotta get right up on it, Cortec, like Bobby Peru at Laura Dern's ear in uh, Wild at Heart. What about that? <laughs> no, no, just close. Don't have to go into the scary voice. <laughs> I'll start doing my old man voice. It scares kids and, and women. Oh, duh. yeah, yeah, you got it right. <laughs> I remember doing uh, doing impro. Uh, we started a scene, and um, oh, the word was playground. And so I walked up to a very attractive young woman and said, "So which one's yours?" And that was the end of the scene. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> don't know why. Uh, How did that go? The course and everything. Yeah, good, good. Um, uh, so half the show it's been recorded. Still waiting for the file to come in. Um, it it felt comfortable and quite as good. And then of course uh, time changed, and they're actually in an hour. Uh, no, in two hours they'll start the level two course, uh, which they've been running for two three weeks. Which I can't go because I'm doing this. So, ah uh, well, you know, I told them. Uh, I expressed myself. I can't do more than that. 
and they went ahead anyway. So why aren't you there? Because you're just timing. Idiot. Oh, wow. And yeah, um, when that I was, was a lot of fun to watch anyway. Oh yeah, it is. It's always good because you you make you made that up. Yes, that's what improvisation means. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you're good, sometimes you're bad. Anywho, it was fun. Uh, there's some good jokes. Uh, one joke uh, at one of the end scenes was uh, someone was uh, in a job interview, and I was the interviewer. And it was for a an arborist, you know, tree surgeon. Yep. And so my uh, premise was that I got hit in the head with a tree bough and I wasn't really there. And so I was very slow. And uh, and then I said at one point, I didn't even know where I've parked the truck. And there was a couple of lines. And then another character came in and said, um, excuse me, can you move your truck? And I instantly just said, oh, I found the truck. So, right. It was, it was, yeah, it's that's the thing about improvisation. It's better to be there, it's very hard to explain yeah, yeah. sometimes. <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of magic when it happens. It's good, yes, yes. Uh, whose line it's anyway is in its uh 83rd season now. Uh, I haven't been seeing it, but yeah, it's it's still going because it's good. Um, what else has been happening this week? Uh, I was lucky enough, um, because um, I threatened, I mean, I know Sean David Morton. Uh, and I uh, was given an advanced draft of Act 2 because I praised Act 1 of Time Runner. And, oh, my, now I want Act 3, but he hasn't written it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so Act 2, I believe, uh, Sands of Time, Book 5, uh, Time Runner Act 2 will be out before Christmas, I believe. That's what he's planning. And the vibe I got was it's the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, to Act One Star Wars. It, oh. it, yeah, so it's a different book, but it moves the story forward, um, hits the ground running, and it's awesome. Empire Strikes Back was the good one, wasn't it? Yeah, well, see, it's um, some people didn't like. I'm like uh, Empire Strikes Back, all four of them. Uh, however, it, name another sequel that didn't do better than the original, but it's. It, it, it was equaled, like Star Wars. You know, Gremlins Hope... 2. No, you're just being silly. <laughs> Is sorry. that the one with Hulk Hogan? That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> Anywho. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's. what else has been going on? Um, somehow I discovered K-pop, yeah, which is Korean pop music. Only just uh, now. Yeah, uh, you can see why. Uh, Not even the... after Gangnam Style. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you mean target? <laughs> he won't stand still. Keep firing. Uh, there's a one of the biggest bands on the planet. Now I'm going to see if I can put people to sleep who are listening. Uh, but they're called Blackpink, which is slightly ironic because they're Korean. <laughs> I don't know how they came up with the name, but that's that's what they're called. And it's four mid twenty year old uh, ladies who are uh, very fit and skinny, and so they dance around and they can sing. And the name's but, obviously a reference to vaginas, isn't it? Oh, that's what I mean. I, mean, I did. I was uh, going to. I was thinking about should I say this joke, but Cortex opened the door and I. <laughs> well, everyone through. was thinking it. Yeah, I was looking for uh, yellow pink, and anyway. Um, <laughs> Just the tone, ladies and gentlemen. That's the tone of the show. Oh, uh, but the thing is, uh, now don't go look for them. 
unless it really floats your boat. Uh, but in this day and age, they have over a billion views on YouTube. They have 80 million subscribers and uh, they're just huge. And I only found out about them this week. I'd be interested like, to compare their uh, views to their Spotify listens. I reckon the views is probably more. Just maybe, maybe, but um, their fan, like, they don't have fans; they have fanatics. <laughs> like, now that's where fan comes from. Is that you know, I like Motley Crue. It's like I love Metallica, so I'm a Metallica fan. These people are fanatics. Where it's like you know, the it's just Beatles, you know, Korean Beatles, maybe Monty. Yes, that that is one way of looking at. It. Yeah, uh, and the music's all right. It's just catchy. That's why it's annoying. And of course, you've got four young women uh, wearing hardly any clothes gyrating. So I have no idea how it's popular. All right, I got the image now. Yeah, yeah. But they can sing. Oh. They are singers and there's a couple of rappers. And, yeah, it's um, uh, the, a talent agency created the band. And, uh, yeah, that's – I'm – Actually, the Beatles comparison is quite good. Uh, apart from the Beatles wrote their own music and created their career, uh, I think they, there's... Well, you mean the Traverstock card? Well, I'd like to point out, if it was, if all the Beatles music was created by Traverstock, there were some good writers, because I yeah. can still listen to the songs now, 50 years later. <laughs> Not all of it. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle again. Oh, who knows? Or, oh, um, the, most likely is they discovered these people are popular, and that's they they were the first boy band. Uh, Beatlemania, what was sixty two, sixty three, and then at the start of sixty four, uh, you had Dalek Mania, and so there was just <laughs> mania. No, yeah, no, oh, yeah. You, you may you may laugh, but Daleks <laughs> were is. huge. I saw a picture of someone who put a uh, Liz Truss's face on a Dalek during the week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, that mic is rocking, Cortec. Rocking. Welcome to the big boy table. Yeah. Oh, it's about time. I was getting yeah. sick, of those, sick of those little chairs. <laughs> just your knees up your nose type of thing. Yeah, like, oh, but Dad, shut up and sit down. And do all right, shut up and eat your greens. Yeah, and your yellows and your oranges. Just, just eat your food. Your mum slaved over a hot microwave to cook that. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah not lulling, saying anything, not yet lulling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Korea, apparently I did see a headline that um, South Korea is going to uh, undo their censorship of North Korean news broadcasts. And I'm wondering, would it be on the Comedy Channel? Because, like, <laughs> you know, have you wow. seen any North Korean uh, propaganda? I've seen some other North Korean, yeah. South Korean random news, though, in the last week, like popping up. That's just like, why is this even, why is this they even popping up? They had me at Kim Jong-un doesn't poop or pee, Monty. <laughs> well, he, he is a god. Like his father and his grandfather who died, so I'm not sure. Or, or did he just transcend? <laughs> all the, no, yeah. he did not die. He went back to heaven. Great leader. Yeah. yeah. Great and, leader. And I'm, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but I'll mention it now. Uh, MASH turned 50 in the last month. Yeah. 1972, the TV show came out. And what does MASH stand for, anybody? Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. That is correct. Well done. 
Yep, I was a bigger fan back then. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Alan, it, um, Alan Alda didn't age well. I mean, he just uh, as a person in in the public mind, he got a little a little preachy in that show, you know, especially yes. for an alcoholic. But um, <clears throat> yeah, when, I mean, it was okay. Wait till he pops up again in the blacklist, Monty. Yep. Uh, well, no, he uh, he did, and he, his character dies. His head got blown off. Oh, okay. Right. Mm. That's what happens when you have a big career, and then you get on the crack pipes. Yeah, I don't think Alan's on the crack pipes. <laughs> There's no way he could be. One, no need for plural there, Cortex. No crack pipes. Just get on the crack pipes. Well, pipe you know, this is Alan Alder we're talking about. He's got two hands. Yeah, but he's no, yeah. he's no Hunter Biden. Yeah. Well, Did you I guys ever see the, the original movie MASH with Donald Sutherland and Elliot Gould? It, it is like a masterpiece. Seriously. Yes, it is. Uh, the only uh, actor that went from the movie to the TV show was um, Gary Berghoff. Uh, I think that's how you say his yes. last name. Uh, who played Radar. Uh, and um, he had a, a finger missing. Still probably does. Yeah. Uh, but y- you cannot see it because he always hid it. Uh, when filming uh, behind a clipboard or anything else like that. No, <laughs> I don't think I've actually seen his missing finger. Now, I know the English language is stupid, so don't pick on me for that. Stu- How can you see missing? Well, you can notice it's missing. Uh, but the it's Robert Altman. Um, his son, I think he was 14, 15 or 16, wrote the lyrics to the MASH theme song. And when you read the lyrics, you can see why they uh, did the vocal line um, as an instrumental in the TV show, because you don't want to have <laughs> every week on NBC, suicide is painless. It comes with many changes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Let's just end that bit out. Yeah. Um, so, it was a fantastic Korea. movie, and it was uh, he, uh, Altman's sort of acknowledgement to Vietnam, and the studio heads right at the start of the film when it said Korea 1952 or something, and Roberts are like, oh, I don't know. But uh, I don't think he was a fan of the TV show. Who is? Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Bruce. I think that's one of the earliest examples of helicopters in warfare. And helicopters weren't used offensively back then, but they were used for medical transport. But um, I'm not sure when the helicopter was invented, but it's like, I think after World War II. But then they then the helicopter becomes um, <clears throat> a serious instrument of attack for uh, the Air Force in, in, uh, in Vietnam. Yeah. That's the end of my my uh, yeah. Work like, I, I think what yeah, uh, I mean, late late 40s is when they invented the helicopter, or they figured out Da Vinci wasn't high on mushrooms, and like, and then he's got an idea here. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, somewhere in the middle, the police action because the UN have comedy writers. It's not a war. There's a police. Was that technically World War Three? Because it was the UN against North Korea and China. You could have an argument saying that was World War Three, but we'll get into that later. Uh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, 50, 1950 to nineteen fifty three, uh, and they're, they're technically still at war because it's been a ceasefire all this time. And then, uh, when did the United States go into Vietnam? Sixty two, sixty four. So, in ten, what I'm getting at is in yeah. ten years, uh, yeah, the helicopter, three, the, the helicopter went from an ambulance to um, <clears throat> killing people where you needed an ambulance. 
yeah. I've been uh, I've been in so, uh, Vietnam a lot over the last over the last year. Crew chiefs and door gunners, and it's a crazy it's a crazy way to way to travel. Sorry, go on, Bruce. So I mean, China China went communist as a result of post World War Two um, activities and lack lack of combat between the nationalist army and the communist and i think just an unwillingness to keep fighting so that's that's when the nationalist army under chiang kai-shek went to taiwan and then china really produced korea um so that was a beginning which was an unusual thing because china doesn't usually act outside of its borders but in this instance they actively um, encouraged the conversion to communism on the part of those parties in korea who wanted to um, so that's, I just thought I'd bring that up because it ties Taiwan back in, which is back up. So this, again, what we're witnessing in the world, Ukraine, Taiwan, the, these are the fissure lines in, in the stabilized plates we achieved after two world wars from the Bretton Wood agreement onward. And they're all, they're all becoming seismic now. They're all seismic now, like all the same fault lines. Yeah, I, I would add Korea. Oh, no, I wouldn't add Korea. I would say that Korea, North Korea is upset. They're not having the attention, so they keep firing missiles towards mm. Japan. And Japan's like, over. Oh, you know, they're shooting over Japan. It's over. Like, like yeah. that, 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 that is the most offensive thing you can do to another country is actually lob a missile right over their country. Yeah, and um, the Japanese are responding in kind. Well, not not in kind, but they're um, they're uh, <laughs> they're going. Oh, this is dishonourable. We shall start defending ourselves, and rightly so, because I mean, <laughs> it's like living uh, on a street and you start f- setting a firecrackers or you know throwing stuff over your neighbour's lawn <laughs> and trying to hit the neighbour across. I do that all the time. Yeah, that That's explains such a, lot. a good analogy. <laughs> Yeah, this is why... I go down this street called Firecracker Street, and sometimes I don't go down there. But if I do go down there, that just I just see that happening left, right, and centre. Left, right, and centre. Wow. There's, um, there's two streets in Clayton here in Melbourne. Uh, one is called Stewart Street, and one is called Patrick Street, and they intersect. And I want to get Patrick Stewart under those, those <laughs> street signs. Can I ask as well? I saw I saw, uh, I saw an article that the cum trees in Melbourne are blooming. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yes. Um, I I this is totally new to me, but um, Pax <laughs> was on the weekend here in Melbourne, and so there was a lot what of cosplay. I'm not sure what Pax means, but it's uh, Cortec. You're the the um, online geeky type for uh, no, what, what is Cortex? it? I'm not Just sure. What is it? Some well, kind look, of natural spring bukkake here. Look, like no. a Comic Con or something? Yeah, yeah, it's like a con- yeah, it's a convention, but it's for gaming and um, it's cosplay. Uh, and, yeah. X is for electronics. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and okay. at the, it was at the uh, what we refer to as Jeff's Shed, which is the Melbourne Convention Centre, which yeah. is um, Jeff is, was the premier at the time. Whereas like, I'm building this big share, uh, big building, and I'm like, all right. And so the us, the, the general public, call it Jeff's Shed because uh, it's just a big shed really and uh yeah they've got these trees at the front that um are referred to as <clears throat> as cum trees because apparently that's what it smells like when they're in bloom and i'm like i'm glad i found out about it now <laughs> yeah i never knew but apparently yeah. Cortec. what do you remember your first blowjob uh giving or receiving 
he just killed the whole joke, man. <laughs> I just, how long did it take the guy to come? <laughs> hey, you're you're in court. You just cortect me, Monty. You cortect me. <laughs> well, to be fair, mine was cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Monty, for saving me from that setup. Yeah, answer the question, Cortec. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> how long did it take? <laughs> Who you does it? This is getting a little bit personal territory, isn't it? Uh, yeah, just uh, dig up, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Cortec, since you're in the uh, wonderful colony or ex-colony in New South Wales, are you underwater at this point in time? No, it's uh, uh, it's not raining for once. It's, it feels like it's trying to push out of this out of this Spanish wetness, um, but it's still not actually sunny. So hopefully we'll get there. You know, a bit of positive mental attitude. Well, it is spring. Yeah, the spring rains have come, so yeah, you know, it happens. And um, but, but once again, half of New South Wales is underwater, and um, the climate is changing because of the sun. Uh, but no one's pushing that whole climate change crap, which is quite good because because apparently the 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 model that was put forward is um remember al gore and his comedy film a convenient lie yeah um i have a copy of that i should really watch it and because apparently the world would have ended nine years ago uh and uh it was going to be drought yeah the greenhouse effect and uh drought and um extreme weather and yeah, we yeah. we we're getting extreme weather, but it's most likely the the what the sun's doing and plasma and everything else like that. It's not that um I you know I'm producing carbon. No, I think all the extreme weather is a result of all the human you know manipulation with the weather and the stratosphere and everything going on like that too. That, that was actually probably trying to melt. Uh, you know, melt Antarctica or whatever to try and see if there is a passage to the inner Earth down there or some shit like that. And they don't know what they're doing. No one does. It's uh, crazy to even try and mess with these systems, you know. Because, to, yeah. Well, why I say that because, you know, we, we see so many glaciers melting, yet we don't really see an ocean rising, you know. So we have we have systems of well, – if you want we, to have do balan- we have balancing aquatic systems that extend into the interior of the earth that balance themselves out, it seems. Mm. I mean, if you want to do an experiment is um, get some water, get some ice, get a glass, put the water and the ice in the glass – draw a line where the water level is and then wait till the ice melts and then see where the level is there. Mm, that doesn't seem to be happening in real life in the planet, though, does it? No, I mean, but there is weird changes because, you know, once again, futon belt. Uh, <laughs> where's the, the the planetary system in what's happening uh, as we move through the galaxy in our fourth spiral arm? Uh, How does that possible moving through the galaxy change internal fluid dynamics of a ga- of a planet? All these things we don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, what's the main driver of weather on the planet? The sun, uh, and if the sun disappears. Obviously, we've exploded. We're in deep trouble. But if the sun disappears, we'd last, what, two and a half days, three days, and then that's it? Couple of days. Couple of days. Yep. Uh, bye-bye, humanity. Uh, but, oh, did you see um, 
Greta Thunberg, which sounds like um, a sound effect when you take a really big poo. Thunberg. Oh, there we go. Oh, that feels better. What'd she uh, say? What'd she say? Uh, she apparently is allowing Germany to turn on their nuclear power plants or something ridiculous like that. And it's like, A, who cares what you say? B, well, duh. Because <laughs> nuclear yeah, power it's is... pretty cold otherwise. Well, nuclear power is much more safer than their model of, you know, carbon bad. Yeah, I'm still not... I wouldn't advocate it, you know, after everything in Chernobyl and everything that we've had and, uh, and, and well, all that kind of stuff. It's not great. It's not great to leave around for future generations. But, you know, if you're going to have a cold winter with people dying otherwise, turn the switch on. Well, uh, that, uh, I don't, the Fukushima is not the problem of uh, using uh, – <laughs> what Einstein it's said, yeah, uh, uh, using uh, nuclear fission is a very dangerous way of boiling water. And that's all it is. It just boils water and turns turbines. However, if uh, everything was up to spec and there was any, wasn't any corruption, it's extremely safe. But the problem is most of the power plants are 40 years old and need to be replaced, and they're on fault lines as well as ley lines. So, Older than the airline industry. Yeah, and they're st stupidly low. Oh, I mean, uh, here in Victoria, AGL, which I found out what that stands for, which is an Australian gas light company leaks. or leaks whatever <laughs> uh they've been around for 180 years they started in sydney and then like wow okay I, i'm with them so you know they're australian i don't know if they're owned by australian but they were australian but they're, they're shutting down one of the coal fire plants in about 10 years or something because of climate change and all they need to do is if they invested in um, technology you could put scrubbers on and collect all the carbon before it goes out that's the thing about this whole climate change stuff, where uh, if you talk to an alarmist, they ignore technology that is available and or they talk about renewables, but they won't, you know, everything that oil does, hemp can replace. Yeah. They yeah, never well, talk well, about well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, that can do everything. Yeah. We, I mean, if there's a lot of people who, are, there's a lot of farmers up in arms still about trying to reach these targets that seem like they've been come to in some death somewhere that is not on a farm with no real realistic kind of bridge between where they are now and where they want to get to and, you know, no. it, it it's kind of it's kind well, of silly no, not to not to not to make sure that you do these things gradually, so no one you yeah, know, suffers. Yeah, overlap. Yeah, overlap is the word you're looking for. There is no overlap. It's it's just um, bang bang, cut and dry. That's it. You know, no no more cars. Uh, every every car is going to have an electric you know electric car, and we've seen already where uh, uh, the French government they um, bought a lot of French ca uh, electric cars. You know, those small ones where you can put a quarter or a twenty cent piece in the back of and like it doesn't tiny really... little smart cars yeah 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 and so it holds two people uh but it costs what twenty thousand euros to replace the battery so it's just yeah, cheaper to buy a new one and that's the other problem is like what are the batteries made out of um uh starts with t not titanium um lithium lithium that's it yeah yeah, yeah. t silent so gold t. Silent t. mine in africa yeah, 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 because that's that's you know, we're saving the planet by having child labor dig up all these extremely rare minerals, which are, are, are finite, they don't like not like oil that replaces itself. <laughs> well, I'd rather have slaves dig them up than criminals. Well, uh, you uh, well, the criminals own the slaves, though. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, well, you got know, me there, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah. and I, I still maintain. Uh, I just let's open up the uh, Planet Collingwood Science Wing. Uh, find a way of using water. Um, I'm already just, done it. They've already I'm done a, it. They're powering ships with it in the military. Yeah, but why can't you know? I mean, we have the technology to have a desalination plant. So therefore, why can't we use salt water? I de- you know, desalt it and um, use that for fuel because uh, that we would can. actually help humanity. Yeah, we already are. No, you know, no, no, great the, unwashed no. aren't allowed. No, well, that's the general public aren't, but the war machine is. Yeah, so sick of this war machine business. Well, there's, this, there's, there's a story from from um, uh, Scotland where they installed all these wind farms. And now they're 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 claiming that they're creating too much energy, <laughs> and and now they're they're being fined for for creating too much energy, or or they're costing the country nearly one billion dollars. It's uh it's a bit stupid. I mean, if you're going to have wind farm anyway, put it in Scotland, create wind for half the planet, you know, energy for half the planet. It just seems like at every single point of these things that we're trying to do to try and help things, there's someone there that is just out to rip off their fellow man. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's money to be made, but um, I have I'm a soulless, black-hearted human uh, allegedly, so I'm going to rip everyone off. Go ahead, Raz. There is a document about green energy for Ucotec. You, the, the the problem with renewables such as you know wind energy is just it gets progressively harder and more expensive. That's the problem with it. It's not that you just put a, a bunch of wind turbines and bam, you have energy. The maintenance and, and everything, is just get, it, it gets insane after a while. Yeah, it still so seems it, the biggest challenge is storing the energy if, if, if you're generating too much, yeah. Well, I, I did read an um, uh, article, or at least a headline, that uh, the Australian power grid is under um, threat because too many people have solar panels and they're putting too much um, power back into the system. And I'm like, wouldn't that be a bad thing? That's, that's as well thing. as, you know, it's like there's two, um, uh, Chris Bowen, I, he's a politician, I don't know if he's still in Parliament or not, but he said, you know, renewables will be great because uh, we'll all cut the the, um, uh, the 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 power bills, but they're not. You know, we, they're getting all this stuff, and power bills are through the roof. It's because these companies aren't investing in ways that you know. Increasingly, they're going to get feedback from you know the energy grid, and they need to work on instead of just sitting on their asses counting the counting Monet, They need to kind of work on ways to store it better. And if they're not doing that, then you know what are they doing? Well, I mean, Cortec, you're an Australian. Uh, I've seen you at the meetings. Uh, how can a country that is so so rich with gas and um, uranium and uh, we even have oil somewhere, and, you know, we have all this stuff that's for energy, and yet we have an energy crisis? Yeah, well, you don't believe everything that comes up in the newspaper headlines. I don't think we're in an energy crisis at all. There's just, uh, well, really? there's just mismanagement again, you know? Yes, and, and we're that's, in this that, that caused the crisis. I, I'm not, that's my point. There's so much abundance that is there, but due to bad management and yeah. um, scumbag businessmen where uh, we sell, uh, just look at the United States. It's only been two years ago 
the president the at the time uh <laughs> president trump trump have you heard of trump donald trump yeah he was he was president uh he actually got the united states off um foreign oil for the first time in since 1957 or something like that and in less than two years the uh they have to dip into the power um the the oil reserves because biden is a unique individual but no mean tweets He's a spastic. Hashtag spastic. Um, <laughs> it, it, it just shows that through a couple of things that happened during that period, how quite, you know, if you want to get change done, it, it, you can get it done. If you're really just looking to rearrange the, you know, the the, the, the chairs on, on the deck of the Titanic, or that's really kind of sad analogy, oh, okay. just to just to make money while you're there. It's, it's, it's you know, stop wasting everyone's time. If you don't have any ideas, you just want to get in there for the you know well, no, parliamentary they, pension. Just yeah. think again. They do have ideas, though. That's the the thing. Oh yeah, profit. Um, well, the trading. Yeah. I mean, all the, the criminality that goes with the Democratic Party. Now, did you find out? Did you hear the news that Tulsi Gabbard has left the Democratic Party? I have heard. She uh, did Joe Rogan today. Yes, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I did watch the Roger Waters one. That was fascinating. Nearly three hours long. She's yeah. a weird cookie, that one. You know, she, she she just appears out of you know nowhere, says true things, and then disappears for the next six months. You don't hear so, about her. You don't see her. Well, no, I would say that's just your radar, sir, because um, she is still doing videos and posts, and so she's she's out there doing stuff. But um, from your for your perception, and there's nothing wrong with your perception. I'd like to point that out. Uh, you she, follow her. What about my yeah, perception? Yeah. I'm not talking about. Okay, let's not go into that. Yeah, no, exactly. Your perception. You. you. (laughs) Anyway, she's pretty hot. I hope she uh, speaks more and tells the government for president one day, maybe. Maybe, maybe, (laughs) yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like I've said um, before, you know, uh, out of the options that we had, uh, I would have picked Tulsi Gabbard. And I've I've seen the horror of like, yeah, but she does this and she does that. It's like, yeah, I'm not saying out of everybody on the planet, out of the Democratic uh, candidates, I would have had Tulsi Gabbard uh, compared to Biden and Kamala. Like, did you see um, uh, Tulsi uh, actually destroy Kamala Harris in 98 seconds? Um, during the debates, remember no, that. I'm not sure if it would oh. be hard though. No, well, no, <laughs> don't say hard when you talk about Kamala. <laughs> oh, oh, Cortec, you'll love it. Oh, everyone will love this, but Cortec, it's a, it's a local reference. <sighs> but um, someone referred to the Australian Prime Minister. Um, what's his first name again? It's Albanese. I can't remember his first name. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, pr- what is Albanese? Albanese. Yeah, Albany, Elbow, as, Elbow. as yeah, we called him, like, oh, you people are idiots. Uh, yeah, I but, actually um, forgot his first name. Though. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the Prime Minister Albanese is like a foreskin. He disappears when things get hard. Hey. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Anthony's his first yeah, name. Yeah, Tones. Yeah, <laughs> Tones Elbow. I'm glad uh, that he got uh, run, but little you know. Ben, little Benny Hill edge there, Monty. Benny Hill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love uh, Benny. Mr. Hill, we used to Shades of Mike Myers <laughs> doing Benny Hill. Well, yes, I do. I don't know. Whatever happened to Mike Myers? I know he's... Um, he's on well, a comeback, man. He did the some crazy Netflix series, and he's got... There's this new movie coming out that they say is good, Amsterdam. One of the biggest casts ever, like Ocean's Eleven type thing, and Ooh. they say he saves the movie. 
Oh, no, he's, good. he's, he's good still quality. working hard. He's still working hard. I, I haven't seen that series on Netflix time off. yet, but there's a, it's quite extensive. Yeah, I think he took some, a lot of time off to be a dad. He's got like three kids under under twelve. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Wayne's World was the early '90s, and then he had at the late '90s, near 2000s, he had the Austin Powers, uh, and I think around um, about the uh, he did the the Love Guru, and that didn't sort of. I think when he had a <coughs> box office flop. <laughs> Um, I never it, saw that. I didn't even know yeah, the name. Oh, the name of the name's I'm, not familiar. Yeah, well, I'm sure he, he made his money back, and however, but uh, yeah, I, I I would say he did a Rick Moranis, and it's like I've got enough money. I, I only do this for fun, and I've got kids. So the last thing I've seen him do was uh, remember when Monty Python uh, reunited for those ten shows um, in London. Yeah, he, he was a um, guest uh, for that. Uh, cause, uh, he's, he, he's Canadian, uh, but he spent, uh, um, half his childhood in England or something like that. And you can tell he's very, um, British comedy based. And he, he was actually in, I can't remember when or how long he was in England. Um, and he About just, six years. yeah, he, he fell in love with the, um, uh, British comedy. And you can see it coming out. And so he's got that. Uh, it's one of those rare people. Like here in Australia, you, you people like American comedy or English comedy um, on, a, on on a simple level. And he seems to have um, taken the best bits of both. Bruce, you're a fellow Canadian. What, what would you, you think? That's correct. I mean, you, you've dabbled, uh, hung hung out with comedians. Um, is that a good way of describing Mike Myers? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh, I thought that was going to be it. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Hell, you give him a mic, and he think he he thinks he owns the world now, or something, Monty. <laughs> give him Jesus. a working mic. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's the problem. He's got a working mic. We hear him more. Anyway, go yeah. go ahead, Mister McDonald. So, uh, you know, so I look at things through a very, very specific lens, and that is whether somebody doing comedic movies is from sketch or stand-up. So Myers is uh, is pure sketch. Myers has never done stand-up. You'll never see a 45-minute a Mike Myers. I don't think Mike Myers can do stand-up, right? So he started at Second City and... Um, but he's absolutely, that's as good as sketch comedy gets. I mean, you look at his work and even how, even his movies are just an extension of sketch comedy. It's it's like an extended situation gag. Wayne's yeah. World and Austin Powers. And... Uh, you take, uh, close your window. Wow. What? What's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, the mic sounds awesome. Did, did you walk? What was happening? Went... Was that weird? The Russians, is, is the still, Russians is, is, have targeted you, Cortec. Yeah, you've is walked it, into a wind tunnel. Is it still terrible? No, that's all right. But for a while there, it, it just, just started to, you walked into a wind tunnel and the Russian scientists turned it on. Sorry, random. Sorry. Cut again. Yeah. But yeah, it's sketch. Yeah, he's very sketch based. Uh, and uh, his work at um, Saturday Night Live. I'm not a big fan of Saturday Night Live, mainly because of the way it's run. Uh, but the movies that come out of that, uh, a brilliant like Blues Brothers, Wayne's World. Uh, I can't think of anything else at the moment. But yeah, um, like you know, in I think it's the second Austin Powers where, uh, or is it the third? Whenever Doctor Evil's in jail, 
and they do a parody of uh, a rap song that was popular at the time and it's him and Mimi, Mini Me and they're all doing all the, the rap stuff. His wife wrote the rap. <laughs> Apparently Mike Myers' wife is funnier than him. Oh, behind really? every great woman, you know what they say. Well, and also, yeah, when a comedian's happily married, most likely the 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 woman is funnier than the comic. She just they don't want to go and do all that you know ridiculous stuff on stage. They don't need to have that constant validation. They just hung out, hang out with him, and make the comedian laugh. Because believe me, when you know, when I'm hanging out with the ladies, I do not do not need to hear every three minutes. You're funny. He's like, yes, I know. We met at a comedy show where I performed. <laughs> Groupies, like more Nailed than one fun. lady, hanging out with the ladies. Yeah. Oh, in Scotland, they're ladies. <laughs> uh, the, uh, it, it, yeah, there's three toilets in Scotland. There's the men, the ladies, <laughs> and then the one for the for the females. Anyway, this, just being silly. That's what we do here at Planning Hollywood. We'll talk about something important soon, I'm sure. But at the moment, yeah. Yeah, so, somehow we went from K-pop to MASH to uh, Mike Myers being awesome. Well, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I guess a, a, a waiting period, you know, like uh, waiting for a weather report at an airport or something. That's what life feels like now, right? Using the free Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Like hold <laughs> and so your we're... Netflix connection. Yeah, and someone's um, to put CNN on mute. So that's there's cool. that's me. There's there's like no good news, man. Like there's nothing in the horizon sociopolitically. You know, when you look at it from a larger context, everything's going to be okay and much better in the future. But you know, if you're just looking at your bank account, your bills, and uh, the system we still live in before this uh, grape seed gets popped out. <laughs> um, it the just, there's, there's no good news, man. And, uh, the, uh, you know, the Bank of England is going to end support for seniors for heating bills. I mean, I don't know, see what happens. It's, uh, if miracles happen, now would be a good time. <laughs> well, yeah, also, there's an element of, uh, I know, um, on this station, at least, they're, they're dissecting the Ukraine-Russian conflict to the infinite decimal, and you can't do much. <laughs> it's still the same as it was. I mean, there's different things happening. Different, a couple of different things have come out in terms of who, who bombed the pipeline and all that kind of stuff. Are we there? Are we in Ukraine cough cough corner? Or are we just skimming? Oh well, I mean, uh, I mean. You, they keep sending him. Uh, it's it's the same. It, one way of looking at it. It's not the only way, but one way of looking at it. It's still the same that's happened since February. Like the Russians are winning, the Russians are losing. Well, we have to give them lots of money and blah blah blah. Yada. Like, uh, it's another Vietnam. It's another. How long is it going to take until there's people in the streets saying, "Not our war." Why are we even there? Why are we funneling forty billions and billions of dollars to to, to Biden's son over there Those with his porn encrusted laptop? That is, um, people have already said it, and they already got fed up with it, and they already lost all the energy, and will say it again. Carry on. <laughs> Comments from the super so, coach. I think the Ukraine is also a treasure trove of. Um, evidence right so you got the bio labs and you got a lot of stuff like a lot of uh, 
forensic financials, a lot of swift, swift uh, money transfers. Like you leave a record in the modern world. The value mm. of a money laundering country is they uh, they make it difficult to access those records, or they obfuscate them. So Dubai uh, Labs web bomb to Monfin. Say again. Completely. The bio labs were bombed two months in into the war. Yeah, but I mean, there's going to be probably reporting, right? Uh, you know, Some, like yeah, yeah. Russia will turn it over to the United Nations, the correct department, and said, look, we told you they were doing this. Here's the evidence. And the U.S. will go, oh, they're lying. But so that, let's that, just... that has happened already, too. Okay. Yeah. Again, but, it happened like six months ago. Let's just look at the war very practically, okay? And ask yourself, how many dimensions of this conflict have we won, the West? Okay, so the first dimension is economic. Is our life better or worse because of this war in Ukraine? I don't want to, I don't want to even think of this thing in terms of East and West and won or lost. You know, this is, I don't even want to be associated with with the, the US going to sell bullets in the Ukraine and trying to disrupt the EU's winter and kill people, you know? Well, in short, the, the globe is in a, a worse place because of um, the Illuminati or, or the, 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 um, the corrupt people at the top. Yeah, so, every, yeah every, I mean, every, yeah, every single but, stage which is not being around the bush of the US seems to be, it's the US behind this proxy war who seems to be driving it to well, sell more it, money it, and profit well, from it. To be pedantic, man, and my sidekick nitpick boy anytime a jingle comes up i'm gonna do mash because somebody brought it up and at least you remember it uh well it's a brilliant song um it's uh small corrupt pockets of the united states government are doing this like you know the 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 Nord Stream attack. Small corrupt pockets of the US government. It's a tiny, okay. tiny, tiny corrupt cabal. Let's talk about this uh, who blew up the, uh, the pipeline for a second. It's super interesting what comes up in different pockets. Well, economically, so, why would Russia spend $80 billion on a pipeline to blow it up so they wouldn't make any money by selling it to the Western Europeans? Well, they wouldn't. So here's here's a here's an interesting story uh, about about a uh, what is it? A, well, basically, a quote that the U.S. has just put in for, and they've received one of these things that's kind of but behind schedule. But it's of these new mine-laying robot subs, and they've got one. And they're saying it's behind schedules, the rest are ready to go. And and also at the same time to kind of obfuscate that a little bit, there's this other story about, you know, finding, suspecting, suspected, you know, Ukrainian jet ski, you know, mine laying stuff, which is looks like a like a muling boat or something like that. So we're going to a robot war, is that what you're saying? Oh, there's drones like a, there's and like everything a, oh, else. And, yeah. Well, when we had that story about all those drones, like like hundreds of drones appearing over that uh, U.S. warship, and then there was the story about the Chinese, uh, you know, uh, drone kind of 
automated drone ship basically that would put out these submarines and then just kind of launch all these drones from it it's uh it's it seems like i don't know there's a lot of people playing with that stuff so we're, we're three updates away from skynet is that what you're saying well no <laughs> we saw terminator so we're a bit <laughs> not sure no no I mean, honestly you know all this hardware where oh. I mean, it's like a genital cuff, the way you try to sum up Cortec, Monty. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I use a very soft Rubric. shimmy. The genital cuff. Yeah. Rubric. And a feather. <laughs> Can I go to the toilet? i got my fork in my hand. It's got a, it's got a cork in it. Uh, yes. The, <laughs> I like that film. What was it called again? Dirty um, Rotten Scoundrels. Yes. Uh, how's this? Uh, just a quick sidestep for pointless information that will save your life with a Star Wars fan tries to kill you. The butler for Michael Caine is actually Ian Dermont, or however you say. He plays the Emperor in the Star Wars franchise. No way. Yeah. Hmm. And so if you want to see his acting range, he acts nothing like the Emperor in that, as that butler. <laughs> with his lightning hands out. I'm... I'm... Yeah, yeah. Jeeves, uh, Jeeves, get the car. <laughs> yes, my lord. Soon, we'll, soon, we'll, soon, we will be able to rule the freeway with our Bentley. <laughs> it still seems with this Ukraine business, uh, the UK and the US are not able to even account for the amount of money that they've funneled to uh, Hunter Biden and his laptop over there. Well, uh, oh. go ahead, Bruce. All right. Okay. Well, before we go to Hunter Biden, I want to finish up with Ukraine. Okay. So look, I've reached a new conclusion about this. I, I, it's not that I didn't, I'm disagreeing with anything I've said previously. It's just, I've come to a new perception of it. I mean, um, pretty much everybody is in on this, including Putin. Like there's no independent actors here. Okay. And this is the deliberate and controlled collapse of the Western world. Okay, and everybody's just why isn't China doing anything now? Yeah, that's a good, that's an ex, that's an you know? excellent question. Yeah, so I mean, it's um, what was done to Germany, what we did, because I think we can all agree on this phone call, this Skype call that the United States uh, bombed Nord Stream. That's a big deal for Germany. So they're gonna they're gonna put the, the British. Back on, they're gonna get through the winter with nuclear power. This is what you're telling me. I read something. I think it was uh, it was um, Greta said they're allowed to. She had permission. I gave permission or something like that. Uh, I think I have to. I have to confirm that it makes it. It's logical that they would turn them back on so they don't have half their population die. Yeah. Also, what Raz says that that it was the UK uh, when it did first happen. Uh, it we kind it's of talk- a joint operation we- between the UK and the US. They blew yeah, yeah. the bridge. They blew the Nord Stream. They both yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah, the, I, the bridge is something we haven't even brought up. That was actually was talked about that. two or three months ago as from a U.S. In analyst April. who, yeah, oh. in, by U.S. analyst who was an ex-UN general who was called Mr. Peacetime or, you know, he, his name was so, one of those names that you go, is this guy even like human? His name just is, you know, it's the old Duncan Gay in Australia, you know, Oh yeah, the, rallying the, the against name, gay rights. It's yeah, these. It's some, just some of the name. Your job you're doing, which just seems too some, gay rights. 
What yeah. are you talking about? How do we get to this? Are you, are you coming out, Cortex? <laughs> are we going out later on? No, I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about names in, yeah, uh, in well, popular so you know media how, that you know uh, how they're um, are too you know too good to be true. You know how they're hammering hammering away at us with the with the pronouns and stuff like that. I'm I'm hitting back, man. I'm starting my own my own language campaign to change the way we think about things. I don't want gay pride parades referred to as gay pride parades anymore. These are now only to be referred to as infertility rituals. Infertility <laughs> rituals. Because that's what they are. They're well, we infertility have to, rituals. We have to and change the... the, the just um, get the language. They have to change the language like it was changed on us. Yeah, totally Cortec, right. wait till... You know, once again, Cortec, wait till the end of the sentence. Sorry. <laughs> Genital cuff, rubric, rubric. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even in the LGBTMOUSC um, community, there's a civil war going on because, strangely enough, lesbians don't want to sleep with someone with a penis. No way. Yeah, I know. They're called TERFs. Mm. <laughs> and, so I don't, I don't yeah. understand. Why Why is that even a thing for them? I thought we all knew that. Are they saying they're, people are saying they're closed-minded because they don't like uh, penis? I yes, think that's yes. what the, they're saying the, now. The lesbians uh, need to sleep with transgender women, even though if they haven't had the full surgery. Mm. And, wow. that's, oh. and it's causing a, div a division because, strangely enough, I'm, I've seen a couple of videos on certain websites where the ladies don't like the penis. Well, uh, they like the other stuff. Yeah, well, obviously. I mean, I, I, I hours of research into that cortex. Anyway, I'm, stop I'm, it. You'll have Raz, wow. you know, looking up, no, you know, who knows what on Google Image Search. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Well, um, apparently got... in the Ukraine, there is in uh, they've got a little bit of extra air time from the kamikaze use of the drones, and so they're ramping up production of that, trying to make a bit more because it seemed like it, these random. You know, just fly things into something and blow things up. It's got a little bit more airtime than everything else I've been doing in there. Well, someone actually made the uh, comparison of um, where I think, the, uh, well, see, <laughs> allegedly the Russians bombed Kiev and there was, what, five fires or something, and everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh. And then someone brought up um, uh, the first Iraq war. Or was it Desert's, what was the first one in the 90s? Desert Storm or Desert Shield, whatever that Storm, one was. Storm, I think. Yeah, uh, basically where um, 17 countries bombed the crap out of uh, Beirut. And I remember when that actually started, there was nothing on television for three days straight and it was all just pumping war, war, war. And it's like no one... That's the other thing as well where um, uh, <laughs> the same which, people who said two year years... Which 91, 92, what, that okay, first... Yeah. yeah, that one. It wasn't that yeah, far, though. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's the first... You, <laughs> First yeah, well. Bush, first Iraq war. And um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Thanks, gentlemen. Um, you were talking about Beirut, Lebanon. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a meme of um, basically that the same people that two years ago or a year ago said everyone should get jabbed to save one life are screaming war, war. And <laughs> they're using Saruman from the Lord of the Rings films. <laughs> it's like war. And uh, yeah, it's this is the level. Um, if you are interested and you like uh, watching uh, Joe Rogan, the Roger Waters interview, uh, it's two hours and 48 minutes. Yeah. It's yeah, very enjoyable. And two Fridays ago, I was on with Jimmy and Epic, and Epic and I were just talking about that whole thing about 
the Wizard of Oz and the Dark Side of the Moon. And Epic and I actually coined the expression cosmic coincidence. And Roger Waters said the exact same thing. He said, yes. He says, I I hate it when people bring it up. I'm so tired of it. But I have sat down. He goes, it's just nothing was planned. It's just a cosmic coincidence. Yeah. And that's a perfect time to um, have a break and go into the dressing rooms and have some oranges. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. You're on Revolution Radio Studio A, Planet Collingwood. See you on the inside. And we have returned. Uh, the coach had a gave us a good rubbing, uh, uh, dressing down, not rubbing down. That was the uh, masseuse. Anyway, we're back out of the change rooms, and uh, this is Studio A on Revolution Radio, Planet Collingwood. My name is Monty Dean. I've been joined by Bruce, Raz, and Cortec. Uh, if you enjoyed the last hour, uh, you can go to freedomslips.com and press the Patreon button and give what you can. Uh, I'm going to just say, you know, just $10 uh, once a year. That's a dollar a month, and you get two months for free, and that helps us stay on air, which in these weird times is absolutely needed. And plus, it gives us something to do on a Wednesday morning or evening or wherever we are, because time travel, it's six o'clock in the evening here. Uh, hello from the future. Uh, Cortex also from the future as well, from your perspective. And there, there you go. And I uh, can't remember what I was going to say, but here we are. It's entertainers. 7 a.m. here, by the way. Ooh, there you go. You guys yeah. Yeah, so you're seven nine. Yeah, seven. Where did I get nine from? Me, math's bad. It happens, it happens. Don't get into the GMT. Don't get in. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a good joke for uh, a sketch we could do, Raz. Instead mixing up um, Roman numeral time uh, and calling it GMT and mix it, uh, swap it out with DMT. Oh, God. <laughs> man, did you try this new drug? Oh, what's it called? GMT. Oh, is that awesome? Yeah, everything's mapped out, dude. <laughs> dude, it's like how much How much DMT? Plus four. Plus, plus four, bro. All right, bro. No way. Bro, I'm only on par- I'm t- minus 11. No way. Yeah. So, comedy writing here on Planet Collingwood. GMT is now the new DMT. I just saw this, and uh, here's the fun part. I watched the new Hellraiser. I forgot about the new Hellraiser, and I saw the new Hellraiser download, and I just remembered I downloaded it and watched it and forgot about it. Was that good, was it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. No. Yes, no. It's, 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 it's decent because it follows on the law. Yeah, it it's still the box, it's still the puzzle, it's still the same, you know, Cenobites and makes you wonder what kind of phase Britain was going through. But uh yeah, it's 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 mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which in today's language is not bad. Because <laughs> the, the quality of average. <laughs> well, the quality that's out there, I mean, ooh, ah, oh, dear me. I haven't watched any of House of the, Dragon. My, my to- greatest my greatest gripe with the movie was if you watch the first Clive 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 Barker's uh, Hellraiser, everything is well lit. Yeah. You see the Cenobites, you see the flesh, you see all the mutilation that's been done to them, and it it, it looks quite artistic. Well, it was, you know, and it was le- it was a low, it was a lower res, so everything's yeah. got that kind of hazy feel. You know, and what makes it all? I go back to a lot of those classic films, and it seems kind of what makes them is this. You know, like a good 
drum compressor glues things together. This is this is like the low res seems to bind it into some kind of fantasy land. You know, the, the more resolution no. we seem to have, have gotten the and, and watching kind of movies where it seems like you're in a kind of you can see the things differently because the TV's not made for the, how the film Some, was made. Yeah, it, it's yes. I don't know if it adds anything, the, the higher res, you know. Sometimes all I needed doesn't. all I needed was more light on the costume. That's all. Yeah, because like uh, watch the first Alien film, uh, in, you know, on Blu-ray or even DVD. Uh, I haven't got a Blu-ray yet. I, I refuse to keep buying the same thing over and over <laughs> again, <laughs> unless I really love it. Uh, however, uh, it, it's when you have good call, like because uh, you usually watch Alien on TV when a TV channel's um, doing it or a video, but when it got to Blu-ray, um, DVD, and I'm sure Blu-ray would 4K probably a bit too much, but it the the film quality that you would see it in the cinema is like oh wow. And it's it's the way it's made, and uh, sometimes, well, especially with Alien, which is similar to uh, Jaws. Like uh, the way that Jaws came out, and it's so horrific, is because the shark, the animatronic shark, didn't work, and so <laughs> Spielberg actually like we we won't see the shark that much. Well, we need and to get a little bit of Vaseline on the lens. Yeah, basically, yeah, and it's uh, if you remember Snow White, the first animated film uh, that Disney did where um, the, the queen falls into a ravine in, in a massive gorge, but you never see her actually hit and break. And, not like Homer falling down the gorge, which is <laughs> hilarious, by the way. Uh, but the, the idea is that the audience, you make up what is happening in your mind. And so with the alien, you hardly ever see it because back then uh, it was just a man in a rubber suit. And you see it, there is the, 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 uh, the money shot right at the end where you can, oh, that's a man in a suit. However, you've just spent an hour and a half, two hours of just seeing little bits here and there and everyone dying from it. And yeah. it's uh, the way that everything is edited, directed, and the lighting. And well, so there was, there if you get, sometimes if it's too dark, sometimes if it's too dark. And with Hellraiser, you kind of want to see everything that they do. Yeah, uh, I want to see the details. The thing is, each Cenobite is uniquely mutilated, punctured. And they it, it usually based on their personality and how exactly uh, Pinhead decided it would be best to torture them, like like the guy who uh, googles at everyone, you know, that just gawks at everyone, stares at everyone. Obviously, he's gonna puncture his eye his eyes out. Uh, mm. You want to see that, but in, in in the new one, you just don't get to see it. Everything is so dark. I didn't know there was two of them and they were female until I read it on Wikipedia. That's not good movie storytelling. No, mm. but it's very good marketing. If you know, someone actually pointed that out on Twitter where the marketing is like, yeah, Hellraiser is okay. And you know, the, the changes they did or the progression is, yeah, it, it makes sense. But no one from the production company, the actors, um, the uh, promotion team went full work and just like, Pinhead's a girl now, and you should watch it. And it's like, no, he's Hellraiser. Watch. See well, what you it think. still sounds like there's a certain degree of trying not to offend people. It well, is part of the law that anyone can be Pinhead because uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's not meant to be one person. There you go. And yeah, my point being, instead of like saying Marvel or Star Wars, like we have a girl that's the lead. Is she good? Oh, you sexist. Uh, it's what I mean. I was called sexist because I disliked the script for The Last Jedi uh, and, and a Russian bot. And um, I'm part Prussian, so it was offensive to me. Mm, mm, it's it's mm. quite the compliment these days. 
Well, yeah, I mean, the word Nazi, like, uh, that's almost lost all meaning. And I jokingly say the actual Nazis uh, in the South South Pole are like, no, we're not coming back. They've just destroyed it. We have to, th- Hans, we need a new name. And the South Pole or the moon? Well, if you go with Iron Sky, they went to the moon. But <laughs> <laughs> what's well, interesting—the whole moon thing with every with everyone kind of ramping up to say, you know, we're going to get back there. But why, you know, why did it all wrap up? Why haven't we been back there in almost fifty years? All that kind of stuff, you know. Because the natives don't want us there. That's I think and... was the case. If you leave, if you just come and check the place out, and then on your second coming checking the place out, you basically just drop a nuke on it to see it ring like. A gong for three hours. Yeah, uh, Buzz is it Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin, uh, one of those chaps. Uh, when did you know uh, Bruce? It's the Oxford University where they they go to um, something in Oxford in uh, in the United, uh, United Kingdom, and they do a talk or they get interviewed. I think that's called the university. Yeah, uh, he was there, and someone actually asked from the audience, like, was it scary going up there? No, it didn't happen. But it could have, and the, t- the comment on the tweet is like, "Yeah, either he, uh, someone's got to him, or he doesn't care anymore." <laughs> <laughs> well, after he went oh, down, to, I think I think the whole oh, Antarctic he thing he was promised, he was promised something that he was not given when he went down there, and so then he made that tweet, you know, that tweet that he deleted, all that kind of stuff went on. Uh, I think that was why – I think he was promised something to, to keep his silence after all these years. When he returned from the moon landing, they essentially wiped him and only kept bits and pieces of it. And for years, he he felt there was, you know, like a like a phantom, a phantom limb in his memories. Yeah. It's, a very shit, it's a very shit feeling to live with. Well, you and then they did it again. So obviously, at one point, he stopped giving a yeah, shit. If yeah. you go with the Sands of Time uh, storyline, there's a base on there for the group already, uh, and because they call it the dark side of the moon, but it's actually technically pedantic, man. It is. It's a great song at three o'clock in the morning when you're shit faced. It's technically it's the far side of the moon because uh, yeah the moon's natural but it stays in its same orbit and faces the same way and it doesn't rotate or it rotates but it shows us always that, so on the far side who knows how many uh, bases and what's it's on there. It's a ship. It could have been. Anyway, supposedly we have a moon base alpha. Uh, it's more realistically, I don't think we're allowed back. Well, we'll see what happens. Like, uh, Elon has this great idea of going to Mars, and it's like, well, have you told the Martians this? Yeah, in video game news, I recently finished something that was by that uh, yeah, by, a Jap- J- by a Japanese game guy, and it, it is basically it turns out to be like this Mars Mars, Mars kind of game guy. What's he, the name he, of he, it? He made he made Metal Gear Solid. So he's the Japanese dude behind Japanese that. Uh, Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima. So he, he's made this uh, other one called Death Standing, uh, Death Stranding. Stranding. It's, it's this, yeah. it's this, it's, it's uh, you know, maybe 50 hours undertaking to get through the whole thing. And it is, uh, it is the closest thing to a Mars kind of exploration that I can you're, think of doing. You're essentially a FedEx explorer uh, worker yeah. in an eco-terrorism destroyed world. 
yeah. and everyone hated it because yeah. it's a walking simulator. Yeah, it's you don't pay sixty dollars to walk in a game. <laughs> it's interesting. To, it's interesting. He tried to do something new, but he failed. It's interesting, and it's uh, having now played it because it was one of those. What's it like? It's one of those things. Is it? Is it any good? What do they did? What do they do? It's kind of. It's. It's got this weird aspect of all this kind of kind of weird stuff that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But the exploration part of it is like why aren't we doing simulators of let's just take the let's just take the who's the rocket guy we got in uh, the u.s got in paperclip von braun yeah why don't we take von braun's book of how to get to mars because he mapped out all that stuff in terms of uh fuel usage and uh trajectory and everything like that in a, in a small book it's already done why don't we just take that and just do a bunch of why isn't someone making a simulator about getting to mars as as realistic as it possibly could be. What do we do because when we get there? How the do we set stuff up? Well, it just it just it just why why aren't we doing it? You know, game creators get onto it because no, no, it, it is cool. Just Stranding could have been that, and I yeah, think it's yeah. a cool it's thing the, to do. It would it would flush out anything that yeah, we really need to actually do before we get there. It could be the eight Not months sure. of just sitting there waiting for the um for Mars to get closer. Yeah, and we may not actually be able to get off the planet. No, no, I'm saying in the game, if you want to do it uh, realistically, there's eight months of sitting in a capsule waiting for <laughs> Yeah, it's getting bigger ever so slightly. It's actually much, it's, it's actually much faster with uh, the proper technology. It will be like And there's deal. been some engine uh, there's been some engine engine advancements in the last couple of months actually. In, in all the yeah. can we, well, can we build the, uh, can the we build fast yeah, engines for space thing? But there's the jump room at Pine Gap, so you know. You, Is you're there just talking, Well, have you seen it? Have you no, not so seen it? I haven't been to Pine Gap either. Yeah, so if you could, you know, uh, just because you don't have evidence doesn't mean it's not there. I cannot confirm nor deny. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing in the background? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to, in a very rare move here, I'm going to back up Cortec. I think that, you what? know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's ha it's happening, Cortec. Get used to it. Um, God, everything's topsy-turvy. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. These are strange times indeed. Uh, I think that uh, the idea of hidden weapons and uh, stuff like this is um, largely uh, urban lore. And where there may be some truth to it, there may be other consequences to using them. That when, would when you make... say hidden weapons, what do you mean, Bruce? Well, there's this kind of mythology that the United States is this like super space power, and you know, and you know, hey man, don't don't mess with us, you know, and check 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 the picture I just sent you. Download it, read it, then say what you just said again. Oh, somebody will have to pick up the. Uh... That's an unusual interruption, man. But here we go. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm sorry, but while I'm reading Cortec. Okay, I'm going to read it out loud. Uh, Raz has shared with us uh, an image that says Solar Warden Space Fleet USSS Hillen Cota. Type classified interplanetary exploration spacecraft. Purpose, according to the famed internet hacker Gary McKinnon, who was, I think, the UK guy who was able to hack into stuff, which was, uh, which which Scottish guy, which was uh, saying stuff about some kind of space um, army or something like that, wasn't it? Is he in jail? I'm not sure if he's out yet. 
Uh, sorry, going on. Purpose in this space fleet thing. Uh, according to Gary McKinney, these spacecraft are part of Solar Warden, which we've heard of before. Program in the US currently operates eight of these ships. These are said to be part of a secret military space program spearheaded by the US Naval Space Weapons Division. So let me reword what I'm saying. I think that there are separate treaties for like all of this stuff that the uh, unwashed don't know about, right? What we uh, muggles don't know about. So don't look for any like, you know, Hail Mary thunder from above to suddenly put Putin in his place or vice versa. Because if we have it, they probably have it because they got half those Nazi scientists too, right? So it's going to be just the way we're seeing it now. With And maybe it'll escalate to tactical nukes which are just really big explosions with no radioactivity, which seems completely efficient when you think about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, you can let off all the bombs you, you want are, as long as it doesn't you are very correct. future nations. You are very correct when you say, when it comes to the, you know, let's just call it the uh, non-Muggle-aware space stuff, they are all together and they all share technology. Yeah, They are essentially uh, 400 years in the future. That applies to the Russian, the US, you know, everyone. Even well, yeah, the Arabs have it too. Yeah, it's, um, it's sense of time. Uh, that, that's what the, there's a, a group called <clears throat> the group, uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, they're uh, totally autonomous from all the uh, different uh, governments on the planet, and they work to defend the actual said planet. And that's a secret pro space program. And where uh, you're forgetting the most important point, Monty. Their leader, the director general, he doesn't poop or pee. No, that's the thinking of the leader of North Korea there. I always thought Colossomy Pants would be kind up. of a, a, like a worth a shot after that movie with Colossomy Pants in it. Don't yeah. have to go to the toilet, slosh about with sounds of the ocean everywhere you walk. Yeah, I think Cortex no, lost it. Everyone. Get out here. <laughs> All right. Bad place. All right. Bad place. Anyway, this is going to be a muggle war, okay? And uh, as far as I can see, um, everything has gone in the direction of a new monetary system, a new exchange system outside of SWIFT, a new trade system, a, a whole new economy of scale that is encompassing at least half the world. And if you go just by connected landmass, probably two thirds. And it seems to just quietly be saying, all right, see you later. I mean, these sanctions have had no effect against Russia. Russia's grown richer. They would. They're not, they're, they're not the, they're the, you know, they've had a sanction or two tried upon them in the past. It, it have no effect whatsoever. And they're in a moral position where they know that, you know, the West seems to be trying to be taken down by people who want to make it corrupt from the inside and, and destroy itself. Sorry, got carried away. Well, it is corrupt. No clue what just happened. I don't even know what happened there. <laughs> Was that, is it, Monty, is that timelines crossing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, remember, Cortec is the center of his universe, and through the joy of creation, we intermingle. But I think Cortec's been away from a, uh, from people's creations for a while now, and come back with a unique perspective. I'm fluxing exactly. several timelines. 
No, yeah. You, I don't think okay. you're even you can handle one timeline. Right, so let's, <laughs> let's realistically, but but comically. I mean, if you can find legitimate and humor in this, then for, by all means, let it fly. <laughs> but let's let's sort of seriously look at this situation tactically throughout the dimensions of war, of which the principal dimension or lens maybe is a better metaphor is economy. So who's winning this war? We're we're completely losing this war. Russians are going to be eating steak all through the winter and the Western world is going poor. Our strongest industrial producer, uh, Germany, has just been taken out of action. Now, even if they get nuclear power up to electrically heat their homes, they're not going to have the energy they need to keep the industrial base they have going. Okay. Mm. So, well, it depends. I mean, if a lot of the equipment is, is electrical, then they can keep going on nuclear. But in, in, Anyways, there's been a severe blow dealt to the German industrial capacity. Um, so what's going on in the West? I mean, who's left? Where are the big economies? All of our manufacturing's been stripped away. Money management's being taken away from us now, which is basically all we were living on when you think about it, because there's not a whole lot produced in the West anymore. No, it's nothing. Oh, some good ideas, but as soon as they get profitable, as soon as the VCs come in to more than 200 million, the factories get moved to China. That is just standard procedure in international commerce for intellectual labor now. Repetitive, boring interna international labor. That's yeah. what the Chinese are, right? So <clears throat> we all knew this. I mean, this is the beginning of the world. We started to form the moment the Cold War ended, and it began with the North American Free Trade Act and the subsequent regional and hemispheric trade packs culminating in the WTO that we know today. Took down all our borders, destroyed all our protected economies. Who cares if some guy in the Philippines can make a piece of wood furniture for one-fifth the price of you? I mean, do we really need the boat? Do we need the diesel that propels the boat to bring the table here? I mean, a, a lot of what we did in the 20th century was to support shipping lanes and, and shippers. Because the only, the people who profit the most from international trade are are the traffickers, the people who move the boats. And the only reason they want all this commerce going on all the time anyways is they're moving all kinds of illegal stuff at a governmental level. Yeah. So, you know, what they're going to do next is anybody's guess. But I can tell you that the power is being – it's not that the power is being taken from the United States. Joe Biden is literally handing it away now. Yeah, given okay? – literally handing it away he's not even every decision he's made as a wartime leader as a commander-in-chief has been a complete and utter disaster you may ask yourself could anyone do any worse if it was their deliberate intent or if their deliberate intent was to destroy the united states and aid in the destruction of the western world through the attack on nord stream well you'd, you'd if you actually sat down with a pencil and a paper and talked it out with four or five people You'd have a difficult time yeah, coming up be, with a better and more efficient plan to destroy the West than what Biden, Trudeau, and Macron are doing. So true. So somebody, so I'm just wait. It's a, we can say this on Rev Radio. I'm just I'm just waiting for somebody else to say it. Somebody who matters, because apparently at this level of radio, it just doesn't matter. But they're literally trying to kill us at this point. And this has got nothing to do with white people. That's just another internal inside the borders of America dynamic that they're really ramping up right now okay just to create further instability but that's tangential and inconsequential that's just to keep you distracted they're destroying you from the outside in 
This is the this is the first guiding question about why it's, we don't seem to be able to in any government in in any government of the world, you know, you know, around the world, why we don't seem to be able to vote into people who actually seem competent with good ideals and values. Because and, they're and, all and it, well, no, I don't think that's the case. I don't think this is the case. I think, I think these figurehead positions are constantly voted up with these people who are completely incompetent. So it's you have a scapegoat there. And I competent think you, from the perspective of the people who put them in those positions, well, incompetent from our perspective. Yeah. Well, you know, well, incompetent. So then, in the long run, well, you know, well, that George Bush. Look at him now. He's just painting, you know, paintings of puppy dogs. You know. Obviously, he you know, obviously he's a little bit retarded. Well, no, you know he's a little bit retarded, sure, but he was voted up and, and you know and promoted up because of that certain look of incompetence that he does so naturally. Well, actually, uh, to I don't be know pedant- yeah, no, to be pedantic again, don't do this. Theme song is on pause because uh, I don't <laughs> want to hear Mash again for a second. <laughs> oh, it still came out anyway. Um, uh, George got in because Jeb lost. Jeb was supposed to be the one to move the the plan forward, but he he um, crashed and burned in Florida, and so Plan B was um, Junior, and everyone's like, really? Yeah. And that that's like, yeah. It, I'm just saying, let's recognise these yeah, patterns yeah. of incompetence where where, 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 Rodgers, where sheer incompetence gets voted upwards. Yeah, you, you fail upwards. Yeah, I mean, look at um, Scott Morrison. Scott, yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, they because they, um, they, uh, they can tow the party line, not their party, but whatever the narrative wants them to do. And so, oh, you, you didn't do that well here, but we know you are a company man, so yeah. we'll put you in there and you can do what we tell you in that position. Yeah, we heard that on your high school reunion, no one wanted you to come because you were such an asshole, and you took them all to court in a class action. That's the kind of person we want to tell what to do. Yeah, uh, they but... need good actors. <laughs> oh, I mean... filth. Filth. Well, um, Roger Waters brought it up in his um, conversation with uh, Joe Rogan, where um, Bono, remember him? Oh God! Please he, don't. He, he, you know, just brace yourself. I, like there's a warning. Pair of sunnies. Uh, but he actually came. Apparently, he goes over to George Bush Jr.'s house and he's friends with him. And Rogers White, he killed nearly a hundred million people, not by himself. But you know, it's like, how can you? I mean, I understand from a spiritual point of view, you have to forgive these people. Now, it's going to be in seventeen lifetimes when you're a seven D entity. <laughs> when you can finally have some space and talk about these things yeah yeah when you actually stand like ah but in you know 3d human trying to um pay bills and eat and feed the cat no i'm not forgiving them yet first of all uh before you even forget you know you gotta i've said you have to forgive the clintons but then i preface it with like not now you need them to stop what they're doing first yeah i'm gonna wait till (laughs) they stop i'm gonna wait till they stop yeah, apparently um, they're being mar- uh, their marriage anniversary came out, and it's like, still together after 48 years, and it's like, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Still How many alive, people have you killed? Still being hanged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife's like a snake, too. The face oh, is oh. like she is a birth snake, 
What I, I I I don't find the Clintons that disgusting. It's like okay, you know, in the in the the broader spiritual sense, oh, they're actors and they're playing out. They're the villains of the piece. Blah blah blah. They should be stopped and be tried, you know, and have accountability. But what um, it's not often that Hillary Clinton makes me feel disgusted. Really? However, yeah, I, I I just explained why. <laughs> like, it's like okay, that you know, I, I just follow that. On, oh, that's the Clintons. I mean, it's disgusting what they're doing. That, but it's in the that's the Clintons file. She actually sold merchandise saying, but her emails. She actually, oh, what what was the reason? Um, oh, yeah, that's when Trump had the FBI raid his house. She started selling T-shirts and caps saying, but her emails. And she, she was cashing in on what um, the, uh, the disgusting treatment that Trump was. And she like, is the- so Kmart. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, Cheers. Y- 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 okay. Y- oh, good, yeah. Good on you. Um, good on her. And- but yeah, she's she's <laughs> making money on like because she should have gone to jail for uh, multiple reasons, just even about the emails. Where um, what the Senate committee is like? Did you wipe them off uh, the hard drive? And she said, "What with a cloth?" It's like, why are you anywhere near a computer <laughs> when a you have in the computer? When you the state uh, the Secretary of State? Why I'm, I'm that? Chief why is IT any officer, why John. is Cortex still interrupting me? <laughs> why is yeah, I don't she? Think he can help himself. Seriously, yeah. I think it's like diagnosable at this point. <laughs> okay. It's Tourette's. Like Without the swearing. Yeah, good. Well, yeah, yeah. The the polite Tourette syndrome. <laughs> um, it's like really, it's like, and then people say, "Oh no, she's really great." Like she said, uh, "I don't." Even if she was joking. You don't joke at a Senate committee, really, at all, when you're answering questions in a series. I mean. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering when Mark Zuckerberg went to the hill and he looked like Data's son from Star Trek. He is okay. Data's son. From uh, Star Trek. Uh, okay, humans. Oh, that's right. What do they do? Oh, they breathe. Yeah. Oh, oh, I better drink some water. That's what humans do. They have do, human yeah. haircuts. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Not yeah. Designed by Lego. That's his haircut. <laughs> he uh, in Meta News they had a. Uh, this goes back to do we are in the the quick curve, you know, of AI right now in terms of. People releasing what it can do art-wise. Uh, Meta had their announcement since the last show that Meta can also do uh, text prompt to video and text prompt to audio, which means if you're a Foley artist and you are doing a bit of film that maybe needs footsteps on a wooden floor, mm-hmm. Uh, closing a door, going outside to a windy street. Basically, you can prompt that stuff in these uh, into this into this stuff that's coming out, and it's not going to be an issue to do. And it'll just pop out, you know. You but know, the whole yeah, what the kind whole, of what kind of time time the whole metaverse the whole yeah the whole metaverse thing is just basically a mind trap. Oh, it's dead. It's, yeah, instead, well, yeah, because no one's like, you know, I want a better life. Dead, yeah. I I want a better life. Well, just jack yourself into. Mark Zuckerberg's world, like, oh, that sounds so enticing. Like, people still like to go outside and look at a tree. Yeah, no, Zuckerberg <laughs> thought he was uh, who's the main uh, who's the main dude from Ready Player One. Zuckerberg thought he was the guy from Ready Player One uh, making the Oasis, you know. And 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 the fact is, with with VR currently. It just makes most people sick, 
you know if if you're going to oh, work right. on ar stuff then ar will give people a horizon and a sense of balance in the world that they already live in but when you like when i was stuffing around with the oculus rift um kickstarter campaign stuff it, it, it was completely obvious to me that when you go on something that it, let's say you're on a roller coaster the hell? And, it, and it does like a corkscrew but your body doesn't do the corkscrew so you get to 180 degrees and your brain does this body break yeah, the body break looking, yeah the motion it, sickness that's motion the, sickness yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. comes from your body knowing that it's not doing what your eyes say it's doing kind of thing and that's going to be for most people so i think ar is is much more viable than vr but they're still pushing yeah, well, I mean, this is a Star Wars VR game, and a lot of a lot of people just um, ignite their lightsabers and started killing young young younglings like Darth Vader. That is so not cool. Well, uh, sometimes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but it's yeah. Do you play video games? My answer is no. I live in one. Because you know, people are oh, we live in a simulation. And it's like kinda, but it's God's simulation. It's not. Um, you're not going to wake up and pull off the headset and, and you know three grey aliens are like, what was it like? <laughs> it's, it's it's that's not going to happen. No, I think it's more one to one sandbox. I think this is if you're creating something that you want. If you you know we have it's the same. It's a, it's it's the classic gaming conversation. If you yeah. are able to progress games and simulations to the point that we have progressing that into the future, then the obvious progression would be something Ooh. to create something that you can then actually be. Yeah, we but have, the problem we is have the simulations, pro yeah. we have VR, and yes. then we have well. Uh -huh. It seems right. like most stuff's but the problem, Yeah, but the problem is in the simulation what? you're in, currently in right now is time is a collective agreement. No, no, there was no theme song. Especially, I made a good point. Anyway. Yeah. I kept coming up with the theme from uh, uh, Greatest American Hero. It's a classic. Anyway. Yeah. But no, yeah, time. It's a you know, it's because uh, we're all part of the same consciousness on this planet, and so when you, I'm going to break free and stop all this stuff. Well, you need about an eighth of the planet to think the same way and actually put into the co uh, the consciousness, so you have a wave to battle the other wave. Yeah, and well, this, we, this yeah. goes back into um, why they use mind control because everyone, if they believe a certain thing that becomes reality because we're in a placebo universe from the perspective of an earther on, you know, being a human on this planet. Yeah, no, it very much does seem like there's people fighting for a certain percentage, like in uh, Monsters, Inc., where they have the globe that uh, shows how much fear is being thought around the world by the monsters that are invading people's dreams. It, it, it almost does seem like uh, there is. Are you with us? You know, Monsters Inc. Rewind. It almost seems like it almost seems like that is uh, well. That's what they, analogy. Well, yeah, because that they have the global narrative, and if you, you you buy into the global narrative, that's your reality that you're part of. And then there's people on this call, on this station, listeners, people watching on Rumble. Hello, uh, they're breaking away from it. And what it, the fascinating thing is, it's like, well, I'm still here and all this crap's still happening, but I'm disconnected from it. So I, I, as I keep pointing out, you know, the, the global narrative is shitting itself, but the four of us 
personally, are having a pretty good time stream. Yeah, yeah our life is going quite yeah. well. Yeah. I got a new puppy, guys. He's not here yet, but I get uh, daily uh, pictures. How are you going to have a puppy with 13 you get cats? Daily pictures? Wow. Well, that, that's the only time you could bring a dog in is when it's young. And the cats know how to deal with the dog. They're not going to give it a hard time. I, what I noticed, and I don't mean to sound sentimental when I say this, but uh, everything in nature has a general reverence for the young, unless the young are deliberately part of the primary food chain of a predator. Or okay. a parasite. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. A, dog, a dog will respect kittens and cats will respect puppies. This is uh, this is why we see this crazy pet, uh, you know, a horse sitting with a, a mouse or something. Is that's well, a little I, bit extreme? I, I, but you know, I, when you when yes, you bring that, when yes, you join, I, I, I'd counteract that, sir. It's it's not crazy. That should be uh, normal and natural. Horse where, Yeah, but still, uh, yeah. you have different animals that grow up together and they're friends. It. This is why those, you know, um, uh, Milo and whatever that movie was, <laughs> like they make sense because, uh, as Bruce is pointing out, and he he's doing the experiment. He'll have a puppy come in with a heavily laden cat property, <laughs> and can, they'll work it out. Cat dog. Cat dog. I can't even no. believe my word isn't taken at face value when it comes to talking about animals now after being five six years on this mountain i'm, I'm insulted cortec i'm insulted don't I, ever ask me anything about goats or donkeys cortec you're cut off oh come on i like goats or pigs. throw pigs in there too cortec no, no pig pigs places. as well yeah but to be fair he hasn't mentioned any of those animals before no kind of hard done by well, that's your own fault. So you created that, Cortex, because yeah, yeah, you yeah. are in control of your actually perception yeah, of creation as I a human on on planet Earth. I do it all the time. I'm not surprised. Happens all the time. Yeah, and oh, I, just, uh, dear listener, just a very quick thing. Remember that you are human. You may be a spiritual entity having a human experience, but that's part of the human experience. You're going to make mistakes. You are going to fail. That's what humans do. Humans are going to hume. Now, Bruce McDonald <laughs> will share something insightful. <laughs> Yeah, so the pu- <laughs> that's when you want to bring a puppy in, Cortec. But he's a beautiful, beautiful, another little American Staffordshire Terrier, and uh, he's all tan brown with a white belly. He's just, he's just gorgeous. You know, I love this breed now. It's perfect for Central America. Central America rural. Do not get an American Staffordshire Terrier if you live in a city or a suburb, folks. You got, you got to have. They don't like to be on a leash. Are they, they be able sorry to interrupt, Bruce, uh, is that, are they similar or they are a pit bull? Um, I only bring yeah. that up because apparently that uh, on Twitter I've seen people talking about pit bulls and uh, the way, and there's arguments about the the, the animal is always insane and ravenous and, and has the devil in its heart. And then there's other people who's like, well, no, if you treat, if you train them correctly, uh, they'll never have you. And so obviously you have a connection and you know how to, because this is not your first. Um, no, I, this will be my third. Yeah. Um, now the other one is still, it, we had to separate the two of them. You don't want to pack these dogs up, not unless you want them on chains or in kennels. Um, so, you might, you know, John Edmonds, right? Like at one point he had over 30 Rottweilers, but he kept a kennel. John Edmonds passing on John Edmonds? Yes, from Stardust Ranch. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not yes. the TV well, guy. Okay. Yeah, sorry. You should really take notes. <sighs> it's tricky. So much going on. That's why you take notes. That's the concept of note taking. 
Oh, you mean yeah. like on an actual piece of paper? Yeah, with a pen. You do have it's a like, pen. You know how to write, right? It's, it's like watching Buster Keaton try to do Tai Chi listening to Cortec. See, I'll, I'll, I'll pay to see that, but I don't want to pay to see Cortec. No. Can we do invisible Tai Chi? Mm, no. uh, so anyway, got another puppy coming. I got the vehicle coming back soon. I just... I just went all in and threw a threw a turbo on that diesel engine too for another seven hundred bucks. So I'm I'm all it's total road warrior now, man. Like that I sounds can, sick. You need to oh, cut a hole in the, in the top of and your in the top of your engine plate so you can have it popping out the top with a big kind of yeah. air exhaust or something. Yeah, I'll, and I'll, and and the mechanic he kind of banged out a few small dents in the body too. That wasn't part of the contract. I said painted as is. So. It's gonna. It's 33 years old. It's an 89, right? So it's gonna look like a classic vehicle, you know. And oh man, the tires are to die for, man. Yeah, like, we saw the pictures. They're cool. I would start yeah. to worry when you install a turret, Bruce. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I got a winch. I got a winch. Yeah, well, but, no, uh, that makes sense. Can... You you live in yeah. the jungle. Yeah. And with the the state of the roads, what you'll get that baby up to what 15, 16 miles per hour. <laughs> No, I mean the way the the way the Montero is rigged out now, I could probably go thirty. But Ooh. then it then That's you run the risk much. of then you run the risk of running over ciguatas, which are mutts, because most people don't keep one or two dog good dogs the way I do. They'll keep twelve shitty dogs. And that's their security, right? And they don't eat they don't eat that much, right? They they anyways, or a chicken. I actually r- ran over a neighbor's rooster one time. <laughs> That kind of come fluttering out the back wheel. And I didn't even stop. I just kept going by in the Montero. It was gas back then. And and I looked in my rear view mirror and I said, I wonder if I'm going to get blamed for that. But and she's like, goes to church with my wife. But I, 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 I fessed up to it. So you can't go you can't go that fast on the roads. Right. And at night, boy, no, not at all. But you just want to make sure you got a vehicle that can slip into four by four, real four by four. And you can get out of anything, right? Yeah. Anything. Lock the diff. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if we want to start taking tourists up to the reserve and stuff, we gotta, we gotta have a vehicle. Even if they hike up or horseback up, I gotta have a vehicle parked up at the reserve just in case, right? Somebody gets bit. You make the phone call. The ambulance is waiting at the highway, and I got like 30 minutes to get them down the mountain, which is no small feat from no, the reserve. It's an investment yeah. in dirt road superiority. Yeah. Which Anyways. everyone should have if they live in dirt roads. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see if there's any effect on my contract with the Abaca because the company's German. And I'm thinking what they might do is they might bring their plant over to Costa Rica. So the plant is what takes the raw fiber and converts it to a pulp. And from the pulp, they make their various paper products, you know, tea bags and stuff like that. Where does this have to be shipped to right now? Well, right now, what, what, right now, they, they, everything goes to Germany, right? It goes okay. over on boats. So there's a lot up. Like, I mean, what's going on in the world affects every one of them. It's so interconnected. It truly is Marshall McLuhan's global village right now. I mean, that dude, that dude saw it in the seventies, man, just with the radio and TV, right? Imagine if he had lived to see the internet. It's not, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of easy. What we need is, is is better systems that work better together. You keep saying this. Once again, how, how is that going to happen? How, I don't understand how this guy's mind works, Monty. It's, it's like, I swear to God, he's a Russian mole. 
<laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't mean the animal cortex. <laughs> cortex is essentially the hobbit of our middle earth. The demoralization <laughs> process didn't get to him. You know, he's just too in the shire and too stubborn yeah. under the you, hill for you it. Leave, you leave so them well alone and they will. If you leave trouble alone, trouble won't find you. I don't exactly. tune into your mainstream media. Yeah. What's yeah. to listen to? You know, people might be in a frenzy at the shops, buying up uh, buying up toilet papers. Well, I guess they must hit a uh, mainstream frenzy period. Yeah. Remember you know that. Go ahead, Bruce. You guys know that. Uh, I don't know who did it, or if it was Hulu or what, but there's this. Uh, the Punisher is playing a gigolo in a TV series of American Gigolo now. Have you guys seen that? And Rosie O'Donnell is an L.A. homicide cop. Have you seen this? If you had this dream, if you had this dream and woke up, you'd go, that's the weirdest dream I've ever had. How come we never just snap out of our lives and go, this is the weirdest life I've ever yeah, had. This is, this is super John weird. John Burns is out to another reality. The Punisher is a gigolo. Yeah, well, that, that it's called acting. Uh, but don't worry, I've done that before. Where um, like Ewan McGregor plays Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, Christian Bale plays Batman and Bruce Wayne, and um, Orlando Bloom played Legolas. Okay, just to set up now, in um, Black Hawk Down, uh, <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi dresses down Legolas at the base, and that's a weird scene. <laughs> and then in Velvet Goldmine, uh, spoiler alert, um, Christian Bale's character has sex with um, Ewan McGregor's um, character because he, he wants, yeah, uh, Ewan is a, a rock god from the 70s, and Christian is um, a fanboy. But I'm watching it and going, okay, yeah, sure, that's what he wants. That's yeah, that, that fair enough. That's part of the story. Nothing wrong with lifesaver. stop interrupting. There's nothing wrong with that. But then I, my brain's just gone. You know, Obi Wan Kenobi's only having sex with Batman now. I'm like, oh, that's ruined everything. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, oh, see, yeah. yeah. No, it's true. No. You, it, this is why you know, people with you know those massive kind of massive roles never get another role because they're not believable as something else. Yeah, they get typecast, but then you um, you have chameleons. I'm trying to think of an actor, Gene Hackman. Um, you've seen, you know, he could play uh, like in Bat Twenty One, he's a downed uh, Air Force general, yeah, and he has to he basically to get back to um, uh, to his uh, get past enemy lines. He's playing. He's played golf at the same um, golf course for 25 years straight, and that's how he's getting back to evade the enemy. He's just walking the 18 holes. And then he also played um, uh, Lex Luthor in the Superman movie from 1979. And he's one of those uh, people that can't get typecast because he's that good as a character actor. Yeah, you either need to leave a a certain period of time between roles or just – not be so money grubbing that you take every single role that is offered to you. I'm not sure. Tom Cruise seems to be taking these roles that seem to be melding his own psyche and ego into some. Well, that's because he's, that he's, he's not. He's the, he's, he the exec, he's the executive producer. He he creates yeah. projects. He's not taking roles because he can. Well, he does. Uh, well, yeah. he, all right. You've seen Tropic Thunder. Yeah, love it. Which is a great film to show millennials because they freak out. It's like that's Robbie Downey really? Jr. and he's a black guy. Uh, it's pure. He's not even black face. He's black body. Yeah, and that freaks people he doesn't, out. He doesn't however, break to the however, uh, the the um uh, the head of the studio in the movie 
I didn't know it was Tom Cruise till right at the end. Because yeah, <laughs> he's bald, fat, and he's acting. And you can see Tom is having – he's chewing the scenery. He's having the best time of his life. I didn't, uh, know, yeah. I didn't know it was Iron Man until it was about at least a third or a quarter or a halfway through the movie. And the same thing I didn't know about Tom Cruise until yeah. it was over. I'm just a dude playing a dude playing another dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't break into the rap beat. You people. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean, new people? What do you mean? What do you mean, new people? <laughs> it, it's so yeah. good. So yeah, um, I, I half like. I never liked a Ben Stiller film, unfortunately. Uh, I can watch it and go, okay, I can see why people like it. But for me, I'm like, eh. But then, uh, when Ben Stiller is in someone else's movie, like Dodgeball or something about Mary, he's brilliant. Yeah. It's really yes. weird for me. Yeah, that is a little yeah. weird. So uh, clearly he has to be directed and used, right? And yeah, I think yeah. where he falls down, his ego gets in the way and he starts producing and thinking he's directing and yeah. happens to a lot of these guys, right? Yeah, and you'll love this. But, yeah, uh, this is called a circle back. Like when he went and visited Lazinski in the Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> that's him. Yeah, that's him just saying he's gotten been gotten to like the other stooge he was put in the Ukraine with that we've looked like he's been a CIA stooge forever. What's his name? John Sean Penn. Yeah, but yeah. um that's part of, that's your conspiracy theory mind going a bit too much. You just can't jump to, like CIA. No, they're just actors who probably crave attention and think they're doing the right thing. I mean you too did they really Who wouldn't you use know, that? Go on, Chris. You know, lately, lately, I came to a realization. I think this was a couple of weeks ago. I was just walking around the property, and it hit me. And I thought, you know, more and more people are going over to conspiracy theory. And I thought, why is that? And it hit me. You know, it's it's that way because the reality is even scarier. They're this stupid, and they're this incompetent, and the systems are this inverted. And and that's even scarier. At least with a conspiracy, there's some human intelligence, albeit misdirected and self-serving. But you take that away, and this is just what it is. There's no save in anything. It's a yeah. runaway train. It's John Voight and uh, what's his name there? Eric uh, uh, Eric Roberts on a train directed <laughs> by Akira Kurosawa. You don't know what you can can't do, new fish. <laughs> That uh, film, that bullet train film's quite good, anyway. As yeah. as trains well, and stuff go. I, I, I like most Brad Pitt films. Um, he's good. He's good I, he's after good. Twelve Monkeys for about forty five minutes, I was doing that hand gesture thing that he did. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, Brad went into Monty, his own, yes. If you had taken my Quonset hot advice and got together with a few friends and started doing like five thousand chickens, you know what they'd call you now? They'd call you the Chicken King of Melbourne. Here in 2022, Chicken King of Melbourne, Monty. Unfortunately, we're in the wrong timeline, and I'm not a, I'm not a Chicken King. So. And I'm not sure if that one could be taken entirely positively. Why? What? I don't even understand that. Like, literally. Well, you know. Buck, 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 do you have a whiteboard, Cortec? You need to explain stuff to us. Really? <laughs> yeah, with visual aids, because that makes no sense at all. Uh, 
Okay. Dude, I don't mean to insult you, but Coco the gorilla would have punched you in the face if you tried to sign with her. <laughs> no, no, that's probably fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. When the primates was like, right side, Clyde. I, I don't, yeah, but Clyde would have just punched you and crashed the car, <laughs> crashed really the pickup, and arms. in a fiery death. Can I That's just a get sad out my, story my... right there, Coco the Gorilla, my God. Oh, yeah, let's not bring it up. This is, so, just to two seconds of AI art news. In terms of stable diffusion, someone's made a browser for uh, stable diffusion art that's being made because people would go on there and then they'd make their text to art. It's called Lexica Art, lexica.art. It's super cool. Go and check it out. Uh, Palette is a free web-based AI-powered color a uh, photo colorizer if you have black and uh, black and white stuff it's amazing um there's an article on the drum about the fact hey, that, that, that 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 design is becoming a writer's medium hey cortex hello can any of these uh, applications or sites make edible red can any of this ai make edible red what is edible red define edible bread. red bread you can eat Edible oh, bread. bread. No, no, it just creates stuff that doesn't really exist. But the most yeah. interesting thing is uh, is what the most interesting thing I've seen all week is something called Infinite Nature Zero. This is something where you provide it with the first picture of of the environment that you like, and then and then you fly through it, and it is creating everything forward from that. So what it says is so that – What's a normal day for you, Cortec? Do you, like, wake up at noon, rub one out, and then have a box of chocolates for breakfast? Like, they describe a normal day for you. No, that's about <laughs> it. That's about it. Okay, cool. Speaking of art, um, you like this. Prolactin, then it goes into high uh, calorie sugar for overactivity, hyperactivity. Wow. Did you try that, Bruce? Uh, no, no. <laughs> this this, this new method is... In the hall joke, actually. I stole that. I, I can't steal jokes. It's embedded in me. They'll find <laughs> this, wow. this, is, this is super interesting while you guys are paying me out. It is, it is taking a JPEG flat image and then going, here is what we're starting with. I'm going to generate everything on a straight trajectory and monty told me that you put cheerios in the microwave with the milk already in it is that true i thought everyone did that don't they don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the microwave's not plugged in so but uh, <laughs> interesting enough um okay who who shared that thank you for that oh cortec thank you for uh war and peace that no, yeah, it's an audio medium it before we get to the end of the show i just want to share um two terrorists i mean um activists from extinction rebellion whatever they're called they super glued their hands to a picasso here in melbourne this week yeah i saw that Wow. Seppo yeah, was was you know U.S. guy in in the uh, museum of wow. in Rome, in the Roman museum, whatever the fuck, whatever it's called. What? He, pulled, he pulled off two bus when he wasn't allowed to see the Pope recently. Okay, but well, um, I'm I'm just wondering, like they actually super glued their hands to the painting, not not the um, covering or anything. So. I wonder uh, they'll be arrested, and I wonder if they have to um, pay for restoration because it's a Picasso. 
they generally don't have a layer of protection covering covering over yeah, them. If, so, they, if yeah. they've managed to get to a Picasso without you know that kind of protection, then it's a loss for well, everyone. I'm just gonna call. I'm just gonna call every time you speak. It's just a segment of the show, Cortec. We're just gonna call it the LSD segue. We're just gonna <laughs> call it. You need two monitors to keep track of stuff. Segue. No, I go outside. Uh, we've come to the end of Planet Collingwood. Uh, thank you for surviving. We had someone in the chat room point out that uh, they may not listen to it because of how unique the uh, speech structure is. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but this has been Planet Collingwood. We'll be back in six days and 22 hours for another two hours of what's going on. Um, uh, any final thoughts, any sentences uh, to share? Raz? Nothing much. Uh, uh, you can now become a tree if you want. Okay, and Bruce. Frogs and bees. Bees and frogs, frogs and bees. Thank you, everyone. I don't know what's coming up next because I have to go out and do something else. We enjoy you. We love you from afar. We'll keep it that way. Well, until next week, that was Planet Collingwood. See you later.